Hello and welcome to Pressing Matters, a fly-on-the-wall style podcast about WordPress, business and life. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plug-in author and works for Delicious Brains. And Jack runs better notifications for WP and his web design agency. Let's get on with the show. This episode is sponsored by Fastspring, the full-service e-commerce solution that enables software companies to sell more, stay lean, and compete big. Find out more on fastspring.com. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Pressing Matters for 2022. Ian, how are you? Hey, Jack. Yeah, Happy New Year. I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, Nice to be talking again after a little break. Um, Yeah, 2022. I can't believe it. How's everything with you? Are you... You back working? Are you refreshed, recharged? Are you ready to go for the new year? Yes, I am. Yeah, happy new year to you too. Yeah, I am. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Um, I took three weeks off over Christmas, um, mainly to coincide with the school holiday. Um, but yes, I'm actually refreshed. I didn't take a break at all last year, so um, it, it was brilliant. I mean, any time off that I had was to do with like moving or like doing stuff, like working on my house during the renovations. Yeah. It was absolutely exhausting. So um, yeah, I took three weeks off to have like a bit of a hard reset, um, spend some time with my sort of family over the Christmas sort of festive period, which was nice. Um, my sister got married as well the week before Christmas, so we went to to that. Oh, nice. um, but yeah, so it was it was good. It was really nice. And I came back on uh, Tuesday because we had a bank holiday on Monday here, and I felt completely refreshed. I I, I was looking forward to work. Like before Christmas, I w- I was not dreading work but I just didn't enjoy it I didn't find the enjoyment you know uh, that comes from work and that's the first time that's happened to me in 10 years of running my business so um, that is nice to know that I think I was just worn out I was just I I wouldn't say I was burnt out but I was very very worn out and I needed a good break so uh, I'm so pleased that the three weeks has has helped me with that yeah I mean considering how much you've done to the house and how much sort of you've been personally involved in doing a lot of stuff like I went into Christmas feeling tired and needing to sort of recharge and everything and I haven't done anything like you you know I'm just sort of getting tired from work and general life and stuff whereas you've been doing heavy renovations and manual stuff and like you must have been absolutely shattered by the end of it no wonder you sort of could have done with a proper break you know yeah absolutely yeah I mean um yeah basically just for some context for mainly for listeners i guess um so we moved from basically more or less to the day this time last year we decided we were going to move and we had a kind of couple of choices um we lived in bath at uh, at the time and we're going to either choose to move to bath or um move sort of uh, where we where we came from which was salisbury in the uk and we decided that after looking that bath was going to be prohibitively expensive but then also um, if we move back to Salisbury, there was a lot of positives there, and um, we had a better idea of things like schools, close to family, all that sort of stuff. And and actually, we thought, well, we were going to move anyway in a few years' time. Why don't we move sooner rather than later? And we can do like a sideways move, so we get kind of a similar sized house to what we've got now, but just in the place where we would kind of want to be. And um, and we're from Salisbury originally. We moved to Bath like nearly ten years ago, and. Um, when we started looking we realized actually you know you could get a decent amount of house for your money so we had a good look around and there wasn't a huge amount around at the time it was sort of last spring so everyone was going a bit crazy because we had this big kind of tax break on stamp duty you know that you pay when you're buying a house and um so there wasn't a huge amount around but anyway we we chanced upon um a 1960s uh house um in a really great location um but it did need quite a lot of um 
modernizing. So things like the electrics were original. Um, they've been sort of adapted over time. Um, it was getting to a point where they needed like a new boiler for central heating and water. Um, and it just needed a bit of work modernizing really. So what we decided to do is uh, we made an offer um, for kind of less than asking. It was accepted. Um, and that was actually uh, on my son's birthday back at the beginning of March, which was a, a nice little bonus to the day. And um, we then obviously it was it was months of kind of work to actually you know go through the process of buying the house and selling our one something that I haven't done before I've, I've bought a house but I haven't sold one so we did all of that and it all went pretty smoothly it was um you know fairly relentless in terms of like chasing um uh, you know um, estate agents and uh, solicitors and things and our solicitors that we used we we couldn't use the solicitors that we normally use for you know various legal things we had to use um someone that was recommended because the people we were buying our house from were also uh you know they use these solicitors so um there would have been a conflict of interest so they obviously preferred to start someone else that wasn't nearly as good unfortunately um so anyway it was lots of uh, sort of chasing all that sort of stuff anyway uh Long story short, we got into our house five days before the cutoff of the uh, kind of the tax break on the stamp duty, um, and we lived there for about three or four weeks whilst I sort of tried to work out exactly what we were going to do first. Um, we had some money saved up from uh, 2020 because you know we didn't do anything, we didn't go anywhere, didn't go on holiday or anything like that. I was mainly working throughout the whole year, um, more or less flat out. So we had some savings to start doing a bit of renovation work. And uh, we basically kind of queued up builders and people to come look around as soon as we moved in. And from, I think it's the first week of September all the way through to the week before Christmas, there wasn't a week went by where there wasn't somebody in our house doing something. And um, we rewired the whole house. So the, all the electrics were redone. We had a new boiler, which was moved um, from a different, from the kitchen into the garage, which was kind of the other side of the wall. We had uh, a, wall knocked down we had walls blocked up we reconfigured the stairs we had a downstairs loo like all kinds of things that we did so there's a lot of work and then with that comes a lot of you know redecorating um you know putting in the new kitchen so we've got this big kind of kitchen diner now so it looks great but it was a lot of upfront work and knowing that i spent basically like four years renovating my previous well not renovating but kind of just modernizing decorating our previous house I thought I don't want to go through four years of doing yeah. it again. We've got some yeah. money um, to do just it with. It We've saved for it. Yeah, let's just try and get it done as fast as possible. But that did leave me in a place where the last six months of the year, I mean, the first six months of the year is, was pretty crazy anyway because of, you know, trying to find a house, buy it, go through the process of actually moving in. And then the, previous, the last six months of the year, we were all just dealing with renovations, organizing things, coordinating people, and any any headspace you've got left after the working day or during the working day for anything else was just completely removed i had nothing left you know at the end of every day and um and it comes on to something i know that we want to talk about was kind of new year's kind of resolutions things we want to do with ourselves our businesses this year and i know that this year i'm making a conscious effort to for it to be nothing like last year mm. um but before I, I've, I appreciate I've talked for quite a bit. So before I kind of go into what I want to do, um, maybe tell me a bit about what you want to do and what, what your, you know, things are that you want to achieve this year. Yeah. So I guess similarly to you, but I guess on a smaller scale, because we had quite a bit of work done to the house from August onwards 
to pretty much November. And again, we we wanted to uh, accelerate the work to be done. So the money was there and we thought, let's get it done because I guess the same as you, you've got, we've got two young kids. You don't want to be doing this thing for four, five, ten years and then you know, having a nice, nice new kitchen for everyone to enjoy when they're teenagers and you, you know, you kind of want to live your life um, sooner rather than later. So we had a lot of work going on, which meant from August to the end of the year as well, a lot of my headspace was definitely um, taken up with other things um, alongside obviously the day job. So definitely user ma- WP user manager has like, not had as much attention. It's not, I wouldn't say it's suffered, like the revenue is generally okay still, but I could see it's a bit of a downward trend towards you know the back end of the year because major releases weren't happening as much as the speed of um, the releases that I was putting out in the first part of the year, first half of the year, should I say. And mm. like there wasn't any new add-ons. I w- I'd kind of taken my foot off the gas on content marketing. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm looking to turn around this year. Uh, you know, the house is done. There's no more kind of extra uh, things that will take my attention from working, you know, on the on Delicious Brain stuff in, as the day job, but then, you know, putting user, WP User Manager first and foremost in my, like, what I want to grow and what I want to um, do with it next year, or this year, should I say. So, yeah, that I, I'm, I kind of went into the Christmas break thinking... Got because Delicious Brains always does two two weeks off company wide, so everybody takes time off over the festive period. Support is generally covered by support agents that we outsource, uh, and I use that time normally to kind of like write the year and review posts that I do every year, try and think about the year, think about what I want to do next year, and, and I actually find that period of time really reinvigorating. Like my wife always sort of eye rolls at me because I'm always thinking about health, fitness, money thinking about how I want to grow the revenue of the products. I'm, I'm, I'm really sort of, I bounce back into a kind of like, the new year is going to be the new, uh, you know, new great time, um, mm-hmm. which is a bit cliche, but I actually, you know, if it works and it gives me that, that sort of energy rebound, then it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of user manager, in 2021, revenue increased by just over 100%. Which is great. Like I'm great. so happy with that. That and that is down to a number of things in terms of renewals. Again, you know, I introduced renewals in 2019 in September 2019. So they first kicked in September 2020, and then obviously into 2021 renewals were happening. And September onwards, I was getting sort of double. So that compounding effect is really taking taking effect. Even though the renewal rate isn't great, um, but it you know still better than nothing. And pricing changes, new features, all of the things that have helped it grow. But I, I kind of want to do the same again. And I don't think that's, I'm looking at what I'm hoping to deliver and launch into this year. And I feel like it's possible to increase revenue again by 100%. I mean, it's a lofty target. If it if I meet it by half or three quarters, then great. Um, but that's something that I, I want to be concentrating on again. Um, but I went into the festive period thinking, right, I need to I need to sort of stop the downward trend of not actually doing releases, not not putting stuff out. And I got into a real serious bottleneck of um I had two uh, outsourced developers who'd been working on and off throughout the year pushing or shipping code or you know working on code that was in a pull request for me to review and typically I have to review it 
make some tweaks, either get back to them or just make the tweaks myself, polish it, test it, do all the things that, you know, needs to make it uh, production ready, yeah. uh, which generally that they don't. Um, and I had all of these pull requests all sort of queued up and I, because I hadn't had any focus to put on user manager in the sort of second half of the year, they were just there sitting and then some needed some more work. So it wasn't as as much as like just review and then ship it. Um, but the biggest thing that was really waiting was um, the WooCommerce add-on for WP User Manager, which up until now was just basically you could view uh, if you're a user and you had a Wooco- you, you bought things with WooCommerce, you could change your um, billing and address uh, shipping addresses from your uh, User Manager account page. You could do other things as well, but the sort of the big thing that was missing, and mainly the big thing from User Manager, was taking payment for users mm. so you run a site membership site and you want users to pay to sign up to register you know take a registration fee allow them to select things uh, select uh, different levels to pay for and turning user manager into a proper membership plugin is is a bit of a stretch in terms of i've got an add-on in the works but it's far off so i thought the best thing to do was a take the woocommerce add-on and integration further and basically allow site admins to um, basically create a WooCommerce product, configure WooCommerce as normal, set up the gateways or whatever, create a virtual product, could be a subscription product, and then in user manager say, that is the product I want people to pay for at registration time. And then the integration um, with the registration form and the registration process is you sign up as normal instead of hitting register the the big button at the bottom it takes you to a checkout where you pay for that registration fee whatever the product is that they've configured it could be the subscription so it recurs uh, and they check out as part of the user manager registration process and flow which is kind of neat really it's and it's you don't suddenly go to a weird add to car or checkout type thing it's directly in that it's a next step process in the registration form um so that's and that was something i needed to really finish polish test and get shipped and i got most of that done uh before christmas and then i didn't want i didn't want to ship it just before new year so but i ended up getting it released as as part of the wp user manager version 2.7 release uh just uh, just after uh new year's like the second or third of january mm. which i'm i'm really happy that i kind of i got that main feature out and I kind of got back in the saddle of doing the releases because it, you build things up in your mind don't you as soon as you know you have to do them and you, you've got some other reason why you can't do them the longer it goes on and the more you just I don't know this is maybe it's just me but the, the longer I shy away from doing something the more I know it's sort of there as a you know a, an elephant in the corner of the room um, so now I've got got another release out and I've moved straight on to working on the next one. So, yeah, that that's my goal for this, at least the initial uh, few months of this year, is to keep working on releases, getting new things out. And most of the releases planned are more centred around payment. So I've got a Stripe add-on that is um, it's nothing to do with WooCommerce. You just install the Stripe add-on, connect your Stripe account, create some products in the Stripe, and then it's the same type of... Um, format where people pay on registration but they go to Stripe's hosted checkout it's something mm. I've built 
I was running it on, I've been running it on FlipWP, the FlipWP site, but because people register and if they want to sign up as a buyer and pay the, you know, the yearly rec recurring fee, that was the integration I built to tap to power that site and that site runs on WP User Manager. So now I just need to release it as an add-on kind of thing. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we, if you take out the requirement of WooCommerce, which is a fairly hefty plugin, yeah. and you want to keep it simple, that's that sounds really interesting. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to check that out. This is it. I mean, th th I I certainly didn't want the only pay way to cr to take payment with WP User Manager as having to do it with WooCommerce. This is WooCommerce was a sort of leveraging leveraging its uh, payment capabilities was a quick win to get people who maybe already use WooCommerce to take money with user manager and make it more integrated in the signup process. But I certainly don't want to say to people like, you're using user manager, you want to take money, go and buy WooCommerce, go and buy WooCommerce. I don't mean buy WooCommerce, obviously it's free, but there is a cost to it because of all the other things you need to set up. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want them to push them towards WooCommerce. So there's multiple options that I'm going to be presenting to them this year. So Stripe is, an, is, is the next option and that is, you know, it's pretty simple, pretty easy. You're going to take credit cards with Stripe. Um, you just connect that to, to user manager. But obviously, you don't yeah. have other gateways. And then there is a an add-on to basically combine Restrict Content Pro and user manager because there's quite a lot of people who are using both. Um, mm -hmm. But they don't really work very well together because people want to use user manager's registration process, but they want to take the payment and do manage the membership via Restrict Content Pro. So there's an add-on that one of the devs has worked on that just needs some time and effort from me to put forward. And then there is a huge membership add-on that turns user manager into something like Restrict Content Pro or MemberPress or you know Paid Membership Pro or whatever, where you have um, payment gateways, you have promotion coupons, you have orders, you have customers, all of that stuff lives in user manager as an add-on. But that's huge and that's still quite a way off because I did have uh, some devs work on that was in 2020, I think now, and I was hoping I'd get it done last year, but I didn't. Um, so I was trying, I'm trying to just get stuff shipped that is quicker and easier, that gives people options. But ultimately, that's where I want to go this year is get, you know, those four payment options out and done. Um, so that's that's my big sort of development goal for this year for user manager. Um, but I think, I think we've talked about it before on the podcast. It's just development and new features and new things that you build doesn't always move the needle. So I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, get back on the content marketing flywheel, try and work out a better email marketing strategy, you know, akin to how we talked about Black Friday. Mm. It didn't really do anything for me because I have not many email addresses from people I only have email addresses from customers, so it doesn't really work marketing to them. And Black Friday as an offer on for user manager was just catching people who were coming to the site anyway and automatically giving them a discount. So yeah, email marketing, content marketing need to be at the forefront for me this year. Anyway, sorry, I feel like I've just given you everything there, but I, I'm interested to know how, especially this last year with for you, how what was your sort of balance of work? Were you back just doing client work? Did the plugins get pushed to the side? Because as you say, you were, you know, finishing the day of work, doing all of the other housework and just had nothing left. 
how are you going to address that balance in this year between client work and products? Yeah, sure. And I will tell you, but I've got to take two minutes to stretch my sourdough. <laughs> so I will be back <laughs> in just two minutes. Just bear with me. Please hold caller. I am back. Sorry about that. Yeah, my, um, for context, my wife gave me a um, sourdough um, starter set, like with all the stuff that you need to kind of make sourdough bread um, for Christmas. And I've always wanted to make a sourdough. And I tried it a um, couple of days after Boxing Day. And it tasted delicious, but it was flat as a pancake. <laughs> so I, I don't know exactly what I did uh, wrong, but I've, I've done a lot of reading since then and kind of been feeding my sourdough starter and trying to get it working. And today seems to be getting much better. It's just it's just like a completely different thing today. So, um, but it, every 30 minutes I've got to go and do these stretches. I'm at this stage in like the process where I've got to kind of go and do that. So um, nice. yeah, it's it's fine, but uh, yeah, it can be it can interrupt you doing everything. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so and yeah, so yeah, so you and we're back. So yeah, you were asking me about how I was going to kind of um, address like the balance of work and what what happened and all that sort of thing. So yeah, definitely. So to answer your question, really, um, the my plugins really suffered last year. I was spending a lot of time, I had a lot of work on for uh, client work, which was good because I needed that to be able to keep things rolling with the house, um, you know, supplement savings, um, just the day to day, you know, month to month living stuff. And um, I picked up a really good client actually in probably spring, early spring last year. And I've been working with them ever since and, and probably for the foreseeable as well. And with a few other clients, I basically am, am pretty booked up with client work. So trying to do the house and then trying to do um, plugins, uh, the thing that fell down was was plugins because I just didn't have any more time for it. And um, I, I hated that. I really did. And, you know, I look I look at like, you know, better notifications and I haven't released an update for that for like eight months. And it's not intentional. It's just life kind of got in the way last year. However, um, I was always, it was, I, 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 that was one thing I wanted to fix was this year is that I, I wanted to spend more time working on my plugins again. Probably not to the same level that I was doing it this time last year where I was um, rebuilding the, the website. And I was doing a daily vlog this time last year as well, um, which I did for a, like a month solid. It wasn't like a big, long, long thing. Um, bit of an experiment on my part, I think. And when I was doing that, I was rebuilding the better notification site and I was laser focused on better notifications. And the good thing about that is that it was at a time when I didn't have uh, masses amounts of client work on because I wanted to shift my focus to plugin work. And I was working on better notifications really hard. In 2020, it sort of shifted focus. I was working on Content Notify. I wanted to bring my attention back to better notifications. I redid the website and that's you know helped me a lot um, in 2021. Um, you know, things like uh, just improving, like, you know, the wording on the site, the, the content that's there, you know, it was a really, it's been made into a really good sales tool. So that really helped my 2021 with better notifications. Um, 2022, I want to get back to more of the development side of things. Um, the website's pretty solid. I haven't really had to see any glaring issues with it or had any big problems. So I just want to kind of move my focus back to development. And I kick-started this year straight into, much like yourself, 
getting through this queue of pull requests and commits and um, you know trying to organize branches and all that sort of stuff and work out where everything was what it what it was doing what I was needed on um, you know and and reprioritizing my uh, roadmap which I have in Trello moving all the cards around all that sort of stuff and um, trying to focus solely on the core plugin and getting that up to um, where I want it to be and also fixing um, some outstanding bugs with the um, with the add-ons as well and then moving on to new development because I feel like I've spent like, the last year year and a half basically only fixing bugs and you know when you say about launching like membership and launching WooCommerce add on or improving on the WooCommerce add on I'm very envious of that I haven't done any real improvements for for a little while now so I've uh, I've started off on the right foot with that I've been testing every single day I've been sending stuff to my developer and just and getting him on to stuff um, and it's been we've been knocking out things which I feel like this week which I feel like we've taken sort of you know two three months to to get through previously in last year so that's really good um I've basically told myself and it's difficult I think to stick to it but I am trying to you know ignore myself and stick to it as hard as I can not to do anything else on my house for a bit take a really good break um, there's, there's, you know, after three weeks off or a month off or two months off or whatever, you think, oh, I could get back into that again, but I'm not, I'm purposefully not doing any of that stuff. I'm not commissioning anything new. I'm not asking anyone to come and do anything. I'm not going to even do anything myself. I'm just leaving it alone because I know that the moment that I do, it won't be enough time that's passed for, you know, for, for everything to be okay again. And then once you get that bug of kind of wanting to, to keep doing things again, I know I'll get stuck back into that and other things will fall by the wayside like plugins, like work, like, you know, spending more time with my family again. So I'm making a very conscious effort to leave it for a really decent amount of time, yeah. maybe doing one thing in the spring, maybe one thing in like, say, the autumn and not not stressing over it, not try, trying to do too much too soon. And I know that kind of goes against what I was saying about I don't want to take four years to do to get my house up to speed I'd rather like you said like live sooner rather than later but after last year I just need a bit of a longer break so um you know I know uh I, it felt you know they always say that life's a marathon not a sprint well last year I was sprinting and I shouldn't have been so uh yeah just trying to get that balance right with like what I do at home and what I do with my work is is got to shift and you know I did enough work last year but it wasn't the right sort of work for me if you see what I mean hmm so house out of the equation then what are you working on are you, you've obviously taken on client work recently or in the last year to kind of help help the move and and fund and stuff but are you mm -hmm. are you going to concentrate on client work or are you going back all in on products or um it's going to be like a 75 25 split so last year was i would say like 95 percent client work 75 yeah. percent this year instead um, I really enjoy working with the clients that I've got at the moment. And that's, you know, if I enjoy my work, I enjoy my work. So that's important for me. I can't, yeah. uh, firstly, I can't, but also don't want to um, shun client work that I enjoy to work on better notifications and, and content notify, which I know I can make work, but is still more of a gamble for me um, because, you know, you've got to... Um, you know, keep at it to, to, you know, so consistently really hard to, I think, to see the returns where 
client work, you know, I've got the clients and I'm they're happy with me and I'm happy with them and you know it's it's pretty straightforward. So I'd love for the balance to always shift towards plug-in work, but and that started to happen a couple of years ago, but you know things have changed. That was when I was in my in my old house and I didn't want to move and you know all that sort of stuff and now we moved and you know things have just changed again. So yeah. I'm just trying to change with it. I'm just trying to roll with it really. And the plug-in stuff, I think as long as I can keep on top of it and start, you know, get the bugs out, get them sorted, release a bit more frequently, then that would be good. I, I'm I'm not one of those people where it has to be perfect in order to release it. I'm definitely not, but I try and do too much to ensure that my releases feel like they're worthwhile. And sometimes yeah. I get caught up in, I realize it's been three months when really it should have been, well, I'd like to release once a month really, or once every two weeks or whatever, or three weeks or whatever it might be. And that's something I'm, that's probably more of an issue I think I've got to combat with myself this year. That's a good bit of personal development I think I can work on. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I tend to try and, especially from a marketing point of view with user manager, and I guess it's similar for you as well, but with because user manager is a free plugin and the add-ons are the premium aspect to it, when I release major changes to add-ons, I try and... um, I try and bundle that up with quite a lot of either fixes or improvements or maybe new features to the, the free plugin so I can warrant doing like a major release, a 2.7 or a 2.8. Um, mm. That Then I can sort of do the, the blog post about, the email to everyone about. But mainly it's actually taken up by what's different in the add-ons and it might be a new add-on because, or it might be the WooCommerce checkout stuff. So it's... I end up getting into this um, the same thing as you where I just have to try and make releases bigger or better than they are um, but from a marketing point of view and then it just means yeah it's months between major releases and it got it got silly last year you know obviously I think April was my last release uh, mm. which so yeah it, but it's hard isn't it because you you want to get the, the out but also you want to you want to do it right and get like I don't want to just silently release the WooCommerce add-on update. I want to I want to sort of bang the drum a bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and content uh, marketing is is something that I really want to get into again uh, this year. I mean, I started sort of thinking about it and doing things with it last year as well. But um, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to leave releases so long, like you say, like you know, like you you've done as well. Um, but also, yeah, get on the content marketing thing. I'm less bothered by the newsletter side of things. I know plenty of people say, well, that's that's not the right thing to do. But I'd rather do things that are more readily searchable, more readily useful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and and my, I'm on, you know, and starting a newsletter would be from sort of from zero, really. Mm. So um, there's there's plenty I can do there. So um, and last yeah. year I started converting a few. Uh, they were support documents, but they were written more like helpful information. I thought that they would be more useful and better served as kind of articles, like help helpful articles. So I created an article section and I put a couple of things there. And actually, I've noticed that they're some of my um, bigger, some of the most the most traffic week on week tends to go to these articles. So that's a good case in point, I think, for improving upon that section, kind of building that out. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just finding the time, I think, to um, to kind of i don't know 
kind of discover what I want to write about and and write mm-hmm. it and not make it insanely long because yeah I, I, I that, that's something about myself as well when I write I try I try and write like long things and I don't think that's the way to go I'd rather do it right than do it not do it at all you know but um, mm-hmm. I think uh, little and often is probably uh, better in my case yeah. I think that's a that's a problem with content marketing is that it's it takes me ages to write stuff, so I'd rather not get me to write it. I'd rather outsource it. But then it's finding the best things to write about um, and finding someone who's reliable and not too costly. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, there's a whole host of problems that I need to address with, with my content marketing. But I, uh, what you just said about the docs, I think that's what people forget, that they think content marketing has to be blog and blog posts. Whereas if you've got documentation on your site, that is going to be indexed. It's going to be searchable. It's going to be it's going to come up in search results. There's no reason why you can't have call to actions and try and convert users from documentation. And mm. documentation is just as helpful. Um, that's a, one of the things I did last year. Was I think it was last year? Uh, my documentation when I inherited User Manager, Help Scout was used for or is used for the support tickets and the email support. But also um, the Help Scout uh, feature of the documentation was being used. So all the docs were on Help Scout and therefore they were on a subdomain of user manager. So they were docs.wpusermanager, which Mm -hmm. took you off to the hosted um, Help Scout documentation knowledge base site. And you you could kind of customize the look and feel of the header and the footer to make it look like the site. Um, Mm. But I was a bit wary that having... uh, kind of all this content in a subdomain and also didn't really give me the ability to put in other things into the to the content like you know add a call to action section or, or you know and buttons and stuff it was hard to do that within help scout so i sort of created this syncing process where the docs still managed in help scout in the back end but they're synced up like on an hour or on the day every day to a custom post type so now it lives in slash docs slash whatever mm. and it's on the main domain and i can i can sort of put anything i want in it and uh i think that's helped it's helped definitely helped traffic um and yeah now i'm trying to treat the documentation as a kind of similar to you like how to do this which is then going to be um something that people search for and it's more likely to to be the right search intent for them um, yeah no, I agree. I, I I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I I'm not a fan of Help Scout like documents at all. I know you know it as soon as you find it on a site. You you see because it's the same layout, you know, for yeah. across any any site. Like you say, there's a bit of customization, but that's it. So as soon as you see it, I cringe because I always find it really difficult to navigate through. I don't find the search particularly effective. Um, you know, there's no clear way of getting around things. You kind of have these like groups of things and then yeah. inside there are documents and then some of those documents aren't easily found and they're only linked to through other documents. I just don't find it very intuitive or user-friendly at all. So it's that's why I kind of always shunned um, you know, a, a, like a SaaS solution for um, docs and support and, you know, email and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I know they have their place and I know a lot of people love them and I understand how they all work really well together. I just not, don't find it very useful. I, I mean, I just, that's why I've kind of got a custom post type, which is my um, support 
documents, um, articles, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I use Search WP for providing mm. the search and I can completely customize how those search results return um, and even suggest other things through the yeah. search results with it. So um, yeah, but anyway, I just, I, it's, I don't, I, there must be other people out there that don't like it that much, yeah. but I am well, one of them. I mean, you know, personally, I'm, I'm not a huge fan either. I use it because that's where it's at. And that's, but I wouldn't, if I started something from scratch, I would use a custom post type and do similar to you. I think mm. obviously the main benefit of having it all integrated with Help Scout is that you can easily, you're writing a reply to a customer help ticket and you want to tell them how to do something, which is a doc link. And you can natively search within Help Scout for those docs. But I don't, yeah, ever, I don't ever tend to do that. I just, you know, if they're custom, if there is, um, you know, constant, questions around this a same topic i'll create a saved reply and use that i won't you know i won't be on the fly searching for documentation so mm. yeah it's i've now got a hybrid approach but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't do it from starting from scratch either i don't even yeah you do get one on the free account or the the lowest level but yeah anyway mm. yeah but i and aside from plug-in stuff um on a personal level um I uh, put on a bit of weight last year, so I want to lose that. Um, mm. I, I, it's not entirely my fault either, to be honest with you. It's um, because of the renovations that were happening. We didn't have a kitchen for a huge amount of time or like a proper cooker or anything. We had like this little two-hob induction plug-in thing and our microwave, which was also a combination grill and oven. So we had the basics of, of cooking like you know kettle and all that sort of stuff um but at one point it was all like makeshift in our living room whilst with our kitchen was being done and, it, and for six weeks of last year we didn't even have a kitchen sink we had to go outside for our water from the you know and use the outside tap which was brand new mm. and um so yeah it was a bit it was a bit crazy so it did mean that a lot of the food that we had was uh much more simple uh less varied you know there's only so many things you can boil or prepare on two hobs rather than say four um you know and and swapping things out in the oven and you know, do yeah. i need to put under the grill so you know home cooking really took a nosedive last year which is a shame because me and my wife are both you know uh, we both love cooking um so i've been taking full advantage of that this year and and working on that and making it a bit better and i've lost a little bit of weight already so it's um from even from christmas so that's quite nice um mm. but that's definitely something i want to work on and just my overall health in general um and, and, you know i i know you know moving around and doing a lot of stuff in the house it will keep you pretty busy and you know i demolished two of well the two chimneys in my house i took out so that's a lot of bricks a lot of work a lot of yeah. hammering and all sorts and that will definitely keep you you know fit and healthy carrying buckets and buckets of bricks everywhere but um it's not enough you know i need yeah. to you know build up my fitness again i need to you know go for a run i need to cycle i need well, to i was gonna say what things. is the, what is the plan like the business plans we've talked about like yeah what we want to do but how we're going to do it but what yeah what is your what is your fitness what 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 is you going to do to get to that um it's a combination of eating well and just watching motivational videos. No, it's not. It's um, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's just um, I, I've got Apple Fitness, um, so because I've got like the Apple One plan, which has everything in it that you know my family kind of you know needs from Apple, I guess, from services perspective. And um, we did a bit of that last year before we moved, and it was great. We really liked it, and um, I said I want to get back into that. Really, um, I'm not. 
I used to run a lot, but I kept injuring myself. Um, mm. I had like plantar fasciitis and all that sort of stuff a couple of times, and you know that's a killer, and it really takes a long time to heal. So yeah. I'm not a big runner. I used to, I, I'm all right cycling. I used to cycle a lot everywhere, mountain bike, you know, um, cyclocross, that kind the, of thing. You're not going to the shared office anymore. Now you're at a bar, so you're not cycling daily either, are you? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think that honestly, the best possible exercise I've ever done in my life is um commuting via bicycle mm. it, it just meant i never had to think about it it was completely just in yeah, my twice a day day twice a day or you know every day of the year in every kind of weather i used to go in as well i yeah. did that for years and years and it was great but you know these days i just have to make a bit more of an effort so anyway apple fitness i've been doing that for the last week that's been absolutely brilliant really enjoyed that and they've got so much more stuff on there than the last time i looked um so that's been you know, making me sweat and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and just trying to eat a little bit less, really, rather than, uh, you know, it's never sustainable to starve yourself, but, you know, just to um, have a healthier relationship with food and quantities and things like that. So, mm. um, and again, these things aren't weren't massively out of kilter or anything like that, you know, that any uh, at all. Just, it's just they about... They lapse, don't they, a bit? They, they do lapse, but they, yeah, also they, you know, they're not, they're just not where they could be, that's all. Yeah. So I think a combination yeah. of those things, you know, getting a bit fitter and healthier through like the exercise I profit is going for. My wife and I went for an hour's walk at lunchtime yesterday, um, you know, lots of ups and downs, um, you know, yeah. uh, sort of, you know, trying to incorporate them into the walk and, and just eating a little bit, um, a little bit more sensibly, I think, and, and less less of the sweet stuff and everything. You know, no mid, no midweek gin and tonic on a Wednesday, that yeah. kind of thing. So, just yeah. uh, just trying to just take a sensible approach to it, really. And and so far, I know it's only been a week, and you know, there's uh, the the journey is long, but um, so far, you know, so good, and motivation is high. So good, yeah. Well, long may it last. I know what it's like. You always start high motivation stuff, but I I wonder should we should we set a six month check in point on the pod for the Ooh. the goals? Yeah, like, that's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We but should that, definitely do that. We should definitely do. But what what that means is we actually have to quantify what the goal is. Like, what what does the what what does the product goal mean? What does the weight goal mean? What does the fit you know like? Because otherwise, it's I want to lose a bit of weight or I want to increase revenue. Full stop. Like, what does that mean? Kind of thing. It's hard to. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah, I haven't got a definitive kind of answer for either of those. I mean, other than I just want to lose a bit of weight. I mean, I'd like to, I think my initial goal for weight loss uh, was that I'd like to, in the kind of the next sort of in the first three months, lose about eight pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was my first thing. Um, and then my... Uh, but for for plug-in stuff, it was just getting those releases out, really. I, I mean, I'd love to see a new feature being released in one of the add-ons um, by June. Yeah. And that might sound like a long way away, and I've got a lot of things to kind of work on and get out of the way first. But the, the core plug-in is actually um, is about to see a bit of a facelift. Um, so, you know, I've been working on that. It, just some context there, it's the, the, the free plug-in is more or less pretty simple as it looks, but it's grown over time. The more add-ons I've created over time, they add more options into like when you're creating a new email notification. Um, so uh, for better notifications. And 
that starts to clutter things. So I've been trying to work out a way to make that screen more simple again. And the idea I come up with, and I've sort of tested a bunch of different ideas, is basically to have um, kind of tabs down one side of the add new notification screen, and then they house the various options given by the add-ons. So if you've got a digest, it doesn't show you the digest options in amongst setting up that notification. There's a little tab that when you click digest, it then gives you the digest option. So they're just kept out of the way. If you don't need them, they're, they're not there. If you mm. want to get to them, they're easily accessible. And so that's going to come with the next version of better notifications. And I think that's probably when I'll label it version two, because it will look a bit different, you know. Yeah. Um, than the than the current one, so uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on now, really. So yeah, a, a new feature for one of the add-ons, like a decent sized feature uh, by June, I think that would be a nice thing to do. What and 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 two point by the end of the year is that what you're? Oh no, I mean that would be pretty pretty soon. I mean I'll be surprised if that's not out by the end of January. What for the core plugin? Yeah. Oh yes. Nice. As long okay, as I cool. keep the momentum, as long as I test you know work on a bit every day and try and get it out then yeah definitely yeah. by the end of january nice okay so you've got a bit of weight loss and a bit of add-on goals for june for, for the six month mark and i'll yeah. hopefully have i want to have or i should have i don't know what word it should be is is best to use from a motivational point of view i'm going to have i commit to having uh the stripe add-on out and maybe the membership one as well, the big one, and hope that at that point, January to June, January, January to June revenue is showing signs of being more. Or you know, I I can't say by fifty percent or one hundred percent because I know that it's it needs. I don't know. It revenue's weird at the moment, but I want to be back on an upward trend rather than on a downward trend. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's and revenue right. is seasonal as well. So, you know, it's, it's exactly. it would be unfair to set, you know, be too hard on yourself, I think. Exactly. But yeah. Okay, nice. Well, I will make sure to write those down in the show notes as well. And then we can revisit it just for just for a laugh. We're not turning into a motivational goal orientated podcast, but I just thought as it's the first one of January. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good idea. What are the repercussions if we don't meet those goals? <laughs> Absolutely no. I mean, the listeners will know. They will know we failed, and I think we've got to hold ourselves to a high level of accountability for this. I was going to say we should. Um, I don't know. Do something like we've got to do fifty press ups or something. Yeah, <laughs> but that might just help me. Like, yes. yeah, yeah. You've got to pay to me, and that will help me. Uh, or we could just do, do a donation to a charity or something. I don't know. We'll come up with it and we'll put it in the show notes. We yeah, do. yeah, we should. We should come up with something because otherwise there's no repercussions for not meeting those those things other than embarrassment. Sheer yeah. embarrassment. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, guys. Oh, it's nice to catch up and uh, hopefully, well, and also per, not a personal goal, but a pressing matters goal. We were a bit spotty with our... Uh, recording last year which is fine mm -hmm. because I think I said in my year in review we've never really wanted to be stressed about recording schedule or missing episodes or whatever it's always got to fit around us because you know we've got loads of stuff on and last yeah. definitely last half of the year was crazy for both of us so it's fine that we we definitely took off um, foot off the gas slightly but as much as 
I don't want to stress about it. I do enjoy chatting regularly. So if we can get back to a regular cadence of recording and releasing, then that would be absolutely it's going to be beneficial to both of us and just keeping us yeah. on track of it. Um, I, and also, I don't know how you feel about this. I'm just discussing it openly on on an episode, but in terms of mm. content for this year, um, I, th- I know we've the episodes we've done have been quite mixed. We, we've definitely not had as many guests on last year. We've done some kind of current WordPress affairs conversations, and we've also talked about our products and our business stuff. But I think there was a tweet from uh, Leslie. Oh, I honestly can't remember her surname because I just know her as Leslie Pizza. You know, we had her on the podcast. Leslie, <laughs> yeah, Leslie, is it Leslie Sims? Leslie Sims, that's it. Um, who is awesome. And she was replying to a tweet from a, some WordPress podcaster who was like, what do you want to hear this year? And her reply was like people talking about their businesses and what they do. And she likened it to us and she at mentioned us. And I think... Mm that's great to hear and also that's just made me think that's what we should definitely do more of rather than I don't know I think probably because we were stretching stretching for topics to talk about because we perhaps weren't as busy with our own things um Mm. so if we can go back to like you know what did we do this week or this month for for our products like what are we going to try and do next time like let's discuss an issue that that's plaguing us is it content marketing or drill down into these things and try and try and just have a shared experience that might help either listeners or or spark people to help us <laughs> or you know just just have a conversation around some things um rather than just like what happened in wordpress this week because they're 10 a 10 a penny those types of podcasts at the moment and yeah. newsletters and everything is a regurgitated echo chamber so we're, we're not we're not that type of podcast i don't think um so yeah that's no. just my two cents on the on the content it- it is yeah, slight correction. It's Leslie Sim, not Leslie Sim. Sorry, Leslie. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, to be honest, I'm sort of less bothered about having people on, um, and that's only from because it, it's you know having done it, um, we've both done it. It's quite a lot of extra work um, to have people on. You know, you have to organise those people to come on. You have to ask, uh, make sure you've got a proper proper agenda for for writing. Uh, for for the podcast you know editing it with an extra person afterwards and getting those three synced up sometimes it's actually quite hard to just get our audio files synced up so I think you know yes by all means we could do it I just I wouldn't want it necessarily to be a a really regular thing I'm quite happy just talking to you but yeah I think we need more agenda stuff Um, we need to get things on there and this this episode was our agenda was indeed to talk about what we wanted to talk about what we wanted to do this year and what our goals are going to be yeah. and a little bit of um you know background on last year and so on so yeah i'd say we, we've achieved that for our first podcast of the year but absolutely uh, yeah i mean like yourself you know we're both work from home we're both recording from home um trying to record a podcast with a uh, circular saw or a, someone hammering in the background whilst people working on your house is very difficult so yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of it's our fault but it's not so much our fault as well so yeah no yeah. definitely have more more podcasts to listen to this year yeah and even though this is probably a bit longer than i'd have hoped for or we would have hoped for in terms of length i think we'll try and keep it shorter just to make it more doable you know rather than trying to fill fill the fill the content make it harder to then get it edited and and published um so yeah feel like we've got got full of promise is that your sourdough timer had we better wrap that is it's my last my last stretch before I then have to start doing other stuff to it. So, uh, and, and yeah, it's probably a, not your physical perfect. stretching. It is just the sourdough. 
Yeah, you got to stretch the sourdough. Yeah, nice. so um, yeah, it yeah, and I'll see how it's all going. So yeah, it's probably a perfect time to uh, to end the podcast. So um, yeah, nice nice to talk to you, Ian, and thank you for uh, listening to the first episode of Pressing Mats for twenty twenty two. I hope you have a lovely twenty twenty two, and you also set some goals and achieve what you want to achieve as well. Um, if you like listen to us, and you like listen to us last year, or um, or you think we could do better, please leave us an honest review on. Um, I think we're on the Apple Podcast iTunes store for um, for here. So yeah, please um, please consider giving us a review, and we we will read it or leave a message, a comment for us as well. We do read all our comments um, on uh, on the show pressingmatters.fm. So yeah, Ian, great to uh, talk to you, and I will speak to you again in a few weeks' time. Yeah, cheers. Later. Bye.